are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now see, these are things that Satan sends against you as a minister, as a believer, to buffet you and to cause you problems. Now you need to understand this, because that is not the will of God for you to always be in troubles and problems and tests and trials. These things are sent against you to destroy you, to get you in strife. Now we went through that not knowing and not understanding what I understand now. Oh, I wish to God I could have heard the message I'm teaching you a long time ago because it saved me a lot of problems. That's the reason I'm sharing this with you. Now, we came from that meeting, went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to the camp meeting, checked in a hotel room. And when we got in the hotel room, got our bags all unpacked, you know, the air conditioner was gone out. It wouldn't work. They had to move us to another room. So while they're moving us to another room, we decide, well, we'll go out and eat. So we get in the car and we drive across town to a restaurant. And while we're in the restaurant, the air conditioner went out. And I'm sitting there saying, I can't believe this. <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing it. I know it's happening. But this is hard to believe that all of these coincidences are happening. Now, by that time, we've done numbered up about 12 or 15 different incidents where air conditioning has gone out. I mean, just right down the line. And it finally dawned on me. And I looked over at my wife and I said, this is satanic. This is an angel of the devil dispatched to stir up trouble to cause us problems and get us in strife everywhere we go. And we're going to stop this thing just as soon as we get back to the hotel. And when we got back to the hotel, we got the word of God out and we begin to bind the devil and take authority over the devil. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And we took authority over that messenger of Satan and cast him out, broke his power, dismissed him from his assignment in the name of Jesus and stopped it right there. And that ceased right at that point. Now, isn't that amazing? The same thing that happened to Paul, only in a different situation, you see, but it's the same thing. It was a messenger of Satan. It was a thorn in the flesh. Something to just continually buffet us and to cause us problems and to keep us upset and keep us in strife. Finally, it got through to us that this thing is satanic. It was not the will of God. Now, you see, to an individual that believes that, well, whatever happens to you in life is God's will for you. Now listen, man, if you believe that, you're in trouble now because Satan is going to send everything that he knows your way because you're easy picking for him. No, the things that happen to you in life are not the will of God for you. Not everything that happens in life is the will of God for you. Couldn't be. The apostle Paul didn't even believe that. And he's the one that wrote and said, all things work together for good, but you see, he didn't write it in that context. He said, when you pray in the Spirit, we'll get into that just a little further. What you prayed about in the Spirit will work together for good. But you see, Paul on occasion said, I would have come to you once and again, talking to the church at Thessalonica, I believe it was, said, I would have come to you once and again. But he said, Satan hindered me. 
So we realized that there was a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan. It was an angel of the devil assigned to buffet us. And I'm satisfied that there are many ministries and many believers, born-again people, that really don't understand what's happening to them. Why is God allowing all of these things to happen to us? Now, see, we could have laid down and just bawled and squalled and thought we were suffering for Jesus and had us a pity party, said, well, I guess it's just God's will. You just never know what good God's getting out of this situation. But God wasn't getting anything out of that situation. God was sitting there waiting on us, wondering why Charles hadn't took authority over that demon, why he hadn't cast that thing out and brought it down and took control of it. God's sitting there saying, My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. Well, when I finally realized what it was and acted on the Word of God, it happened just like James said, Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That devil was dismissed from his assignment. And it stopped from that hour forward. Now, that doesn't mean that we haven't had just natural things happen to air conditioners, but nothing to the magnitude it was. I mean, that was satanic. There was no doubt about it. You were naturally going to have some things go wrong once in a while. But there's some of you that need to take authority over the demon that's been assigned to you. Call him down. Cast him out. Dismiss him from his assignment. Jesus said, whatever you bind will be bound. Whatever you loose will be loosed. If you loose him and just say, well, I guess it's the will of God. I just don't know what God's doing, but I guess this must be God's will. Then the devil have him a heyday. But I'll tell you, you can cast him out. You can break the power of satanic forces. The spirit of truth within you will teach you these things and guide you into all truths. You see, you have authority over the devil. The devil doesn't have authority over you. But he'll exercise authority over you as long as you'll let him. You're going to have to do it. It's not up to God to do it. It's not up to Jesus. Jesus is not going to come back and do it. And God's not going to cast him out. He's going to say to you, if you pray for God to get this demon or all of these problems off of you, he's going to say the same thing to you that he said to Paul, and that is, my grace is sufficient for you. My willingness to use my power and my ability on your behalf is sufficient to do the job, but you'll have to do it. And thank God when you do it, you'll be set free from that. Learn to recognize these attacks of Satan. And get on it. I mean, don't let it take you six weeks or six months like it did me to understand this. See, you can learn this in 45 minutes, and it took me a long time to learn it. But you see, Paul finally got a hold of this, and he understood what Jesus said to him, and then he got something out of it. He took authority over the situation. Now turn with me to 1 Peter. There's a passage of Scripture here that I think we need to bring into what we're talking about because you have people say this. I've had them to say it to me time and time again, especially when I teach on Paul's thorn in the flesh. They say, yes, but Brother Caps, what about this Scripture in 1 Peter chapter 4 where the Apostle Peter says, verse 12, Beloved, think it not strange... Concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as you're partakers of Christ's suffering, 
that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Now see, they'll quote that scripture and say, well, now see, it seems like Peter's telling us that we ought to rejoice because we're suffering these things. Listen, Peter is talking about religious persecution. Certainly we should be willing to suffer persecution if necessary to promote the gospel. See, I'm not saying that you'll never have any persecution, but I'm talking about something when Satan assigns a specific angel of the devil, a messenger, against you, that you can take authority over and stop his maneuver. Certainly, there may be times where we'll have to suffer some persecution if it's to suffer for the gospel's sake, for promoting the gospel. Now, I think probably where this idea comes into play in one of the scriptures is where God told Ananias to go and lay hands on the apostle Paul, or actually wasn't the apostle Paul at that point, it was Saul, and said, lay hands on him. And he'll be filled with the Holy Ghost because I'm going to show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. Now, there's people that read between the lines there and say, well, now, see, Jesus said that it was his will that the Apostle Paul suffer for Jesus' sake. But now, wait a minute. You see, you look at that from one angle and you get the wrong idea. What Jesus is saying is that I'm going to show the Apostle Paul how much he will suffer when he begins to use the name of Jesus to heal the sick, to cast out demons, and destroy the work of the devil. In other words, religious persecution would come against him because of that. And you see, Paul was out bringing persecution against the church. He says, I'm going to show him what persecution the miracles of God will bring against a man that uses the name of Jesus. Now, certainly, we ought to be willing to suffer if it's for that reason. But you see, don't go around just being different so people will persecute you. <laughs> now, that's what a lot of, some people do. This. I've seen people that they do stupid things. Now, I don't know any better way to say it. I just have to be blunt about it. They do stupid things just to be peculiar so they'll get persecuted so they can feel like they suffered for Jesus. But you see, this is not what Peter's talking about at all. He's talking about religious persecution. We need to understand these things and understand what the context of it is here, where he's giving us some insight into the Scripture. And I'll tell you, when we get a hold of it, it'll help us. Because, you see, the Apostle Paul said that Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light, the messenger of Satan or you can call him an angel of the devil, was the thing that was buffeting Paul. Now let's go to Acts, the 11th chapter. Now we talked about this, I mean we've mentioned it, but let's get it to where you can see it. In Acts, the 11th chapter, where the persecution started against Paul and was developed very highly against Paul. We'll read from the 11th chapter in verse 25. And the disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed. We've been talking about rightly dividing the Word. And then our offer this week is offer number 7212, Paul's Thorn in the Flesh. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. Now, this is the most enlightening series concerning this subject. 
you hear so many people say that, well, Paul was sick all of his life, and, you know, he just never could get over it. Well, one thing in Paul's ministry that you'll notice if you read about him, he never said he was sick. <laughs> he might have been at one time, but he never said that he was. And so many people try to make Paul's thorn in the flesh sickness. And then they say, well, you know what he did? He prayed that God would heal him, and he said, no, it's not my will to heal you, Paul. It's my will for you to suffer. Well, that's not what the Scripture said about it. Here's what he said. Verse 8 of 2 Corinthians 12 says, For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Now notice, he said, my strength is made perfect in weakness. Now, if that was sickness and disease, that wouldn't make any sense at all if he said, when I am the sickest, then's when I feel the best. <laughs> now, notice what he goes on to say. He said, I rather glory in my infirmity that the power of Christ might rest upon me. And he goes on to say, when I am weak, then am I strong. Now, if this is referring to sickness, this passage of Scripture doesn't make any sense at all. But he's not talking about sickness. He's talking about a thorn in the flesh, which always in the Scripture refers to people being influenced by the devil. Now, this Scripture here gives us insight to what it was. Paul said it was a messenger of Satan. That's offer number 7212, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.